At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's going on, folks? Welcome to the show. It is time for another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Thank you for being with us. And per usual, I'm broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook just outside of Chicago, right here in Des Plaines, Illinois, and tons to go over tonight. We've got baseball, only a few games, but some top-tier competition throughout those few games. So I'm excited to talk about that at the beginning of the show and with a couple of our guests. Josh Applebaum, that being VEASAN's betting reporter. He'll help us go through the slate of games in 15 minutes. And same with Will Hill. He'll be coming on afterward, and that will be in 30 minutes. You know Will. He's a VEASAN contributor and host of the New York City cast. And, well, not only are we going to touch on baseball with both of those guys, but we'll see if they got any action for the NBA draft tonight. That's right. It's draft night. Maybe not as big in terms of just a betting handle as you would typically have with the NFL draft. But this draft, in terms of the NBA, a little bit more intriguing than years prior. Now, as a Bulls fan, I'm certainly interested to see what happens with the 18th pick, whether Chicago trades it, keeps it. A lot of notable names still could fall to that point. And I know a lot of kind of back and forth has been discussed with the top 10. So I'll also share some thoughts revolving around some of these draft props at the end of the show. You got draft positions, who's going to be going where in terms of over, under, five and a half, four and a half. I know Jaden Ivey, Keegan Murray, it's been contentious based on who you ask, who's going to go four and who's going to go five. So uh, really looking forward to getting into that, not only at the end of the show where we get into those props presented at Bet Rivers, but with both of our guys, Josh Applebaum and Will Hill. So a lot to look forward to tonight on the show. Like I said, let me begin, though, with a little bit of baseball action. There's two games I want to get into, and one of them where I will have an official play. And We might as well start out with a game that I do have an official play in, and that's going to be out on the East Coast. The Yankees taking on the Astros. Ooh, should be a good matchup tonight. Not only just on paper with the talent and the history of the past several years with these teams, but just because of these stud pitchers that are taking the bump. You got Jamison Tyon for the Yankees, Framber Valdez for the Astros. Both have been on cruise control. Maybe one you give a little bit more props to than the other. And I guess that guy that you would label it 
toward having the more props would be Jamison Tyon. Now, he's 8-1 and one this season, which is outstanding in itself. But then you look at his other numbers because, yeah, being 8-1 and one is tremendous. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of it has to do with being on this Yankees team that's just absolutely incredible. But the numbers back it up for Tyon. He's got a 270 ERA. He's got a 3.01 FIP. He's got a 7.5% home run to fly ball ratio. Remember, league average is 10%, so you want to stay below the 10%. 81% in terms of his left on base percentage. 72% is league average. You want to be above that, and he is. Uh, he's only walking 1.1 guys per nine innings, so he's really limiting just stranding runners or just putting runners on base in an unnecessary way. He's got a really solid Sierra as well of 2.69 and a whip of 1.06. So these numbers are phenomenal for a guy in Tyon. And look, if you wanted any more reason to maybe put some stock in Tyon tonight, his FIP is even better at home than it is on the road. At home, he's got a FIP of 2.76 compared to on the road, it's at 3.31. All right, so understood about Tyon. Great pitcher up to this point. But what about Valdez? We spoke highly of him as well. Well, the Southpaw is seven and three. He's got a 278 ERA, a 332 FIP, a 14% home run to fly ball ratio, so that's a little bit too high for us. A 115 whip and a 330 Sierra. Overall, not bad numbers. He's got a 360 FIP on the road, which is actually a little bit higher than what he poses at home, which is 2.97. Now, the Astros do come into this game hot. They've won their past three games. They just beat the Mets at home in two. Uh, the Yankees took two out of three at Tampa Bay most recently. In terms of the weather, it's going to be a little bit cooler, 70 degrees right around there, nothing too crazy. Wind's blowing in a tad bit, so maybe not as many runs as you're accustomed to seeing at Yankee Stadium. And by the way, remember, the Yankees have a 14-home game winning streak going on right now. That is on the line against a top contender in Houston. All right, we got the pitchers out of the way. We got the weather out of the way. What about the batting and the specific splits? Beginning with Houston, they're going up against Tyon who is a righty. So how is Houston doing against righties? They got an OPS of 743. Respectable. A Babbitt of 271. A Woba of 325. And a WRC Plus of 116. So overall, very good numbers out of Houston. But New York against Southpaws, this is where you get another advantage to the home team. Against lefties, the Yankees got an OPS of 765. A BABIP of 268, a WOBA of 330, and a weighted runs created plus of 117. Now at home versus lefties, those numbers increase even more so. The OPS goes to 804, the BABIP to 285, the WOBA to 343, and the weighted runs created plus goes all the way up to 127. Now the Yankees did open up as a decently big favorite in this game, and I say big in the sense of Houston's still a really good team, so they're not that far away from each other despite the pitching matchup and maybe a home field adva uh, advantage for the Yankees. But Bet Rivers opened the Yankees minus 137, all right? And then they had Houston plus 118, and this total at about 8.5. Total is still at 8.5. Juice slightly on the under, minus 118. Again, the wind's not blown out. Two good pitchers. But the market did originally move toward Houston, and I don't really disagree with that. I like the Yankees in this game, but I don't like them enough to lay about minus 140 against a really good pitcher in Valdez and a really solid team in Houston. So luckily enough, when this market was moving away from the Yankees, you were able to get them, and you still might be able to, but you were able to get them in the range of like minus 120 up to minus 130 anywhere, depending on where you shop. And I took the Yankees at minus 121. I do think they have the advantage in this game just based on all the statistical numbers we were throwing out there, both with the pitchers and with the hitting. Bullpen-wise, they feature the top two bullpen ERAs in Major League Baseball, so you don't have to hopefully be too concerned with one side versus the other. But you also got to look at it just from the emotional standpoint. The Yankees are always going to be bitter against Houston, and especially when the Astros come to town. You know, those fans are going to be rowdy and ruckus and, you know, yelling obscene things at all these Houston players, and that may affect the psyche of Houston. But furthermore, there's just a little bit more incentive for the Yankees to keep that home streak going and go out there and say, hey, now, nah, we're the top dog in the American League. You can't come into all our ballpark with one of our hottest pitchers and take over. 
So that's why I'm thinking, all right, I'm glad in a sense that the market moved away from the Yankees momentarily because we could get a more appropriate number to back them with because I do think they are the rightful favorite and have the advantages in this game. Not to the point to where I'd lay over minus 135 to do so, but if it was in the 120s, in the shallow 130s, yeah, I think that's the right play. So I laid minus 121 with New York. Right now at Bet Rivers, it's minus 132. So again, make sure you do your shopping. See if you can get a little bit better of a price. And if you don't mind going with the run line, you're getting some solid value at plus 155. But again, I like the Yankees here. Think they handle business in game one of this series. So I took a minus a buck 21 on the money line. Let's move along to another game that caught my attention, naturally being here in Chicago, and that being the White Sox taking on the Orioles. And I've been joking this whole season and probably even last year, but the Orioles are a team that I just really have no read on whatsoever. They seem like an incredibly volatile bunch to me. But at least I can trust the White Sox a little bit. Maybe not trust them in terms of betting on them, but trust them in terms of what I think I know they can produce on any given basis. So the White Sox opened up at minus 164 at Bet Rivers for this game. Baltimore plus 140, total opened at nine. Uh, every time I do the Chicago City cast, I do my opening line where I would have these numbers at. And yes, I believe the White Sox should have been a favorite, but not to the extent of minus 164. I made the White Sox minus 140. Now, you may think because of how low I made it that I would take the value with Baltimore at plus 140 at the opener of what it was because I made Baltimore plus 125. And in some situations, sure, that could be the case. This isn't one of them. Just because I made the White Sox lesser of a favorite than what the actual opening line was doesn't mean I don't think the White Sox are going to win this game or are not going to win this game. I think they have a better chance to do so. I just don't think they're worthy of laying a minus 160 price on them, right? I mean, we know the White Sox have struggled against righties in their entirety this season. If you look what they've done against righties, because they're facing a righty tonight, Dean Kremer. So against righties, Chicago's got an OPS of 658, a BABIP of 290, a WOBA of 291, and a WRC plus of 90. So again, not anything that you would probably want to back a team with those stats laying over minus 160. But if there is a reason to do so, it's because of what you saw this past series with the White Sox. The ability to finally hit right-handed pitching. Against the Blue Jays, they had a 9-11 OPS against righties, a 405 BABIP, a 397 WOBA, and a 165 WRC+. Great numbers. Recency bias a tad bit, but it was a respectable team in Toronto. A better one than Baltimore. But the White Sox, stop me if you've heard me, on this one before, but man, they're dealing with the injury bug. They had three guys leave the game yesterday. Danny Mendick, Adam Angle, and Luis Robert. I haven't checked the lineup as of late, but Robert could potentially be in. I know Tim Anderson had yesterday off. I'm sure he'll be implemented into the lineup. But you got to also ask yourself, can you rely on Johnny Cueto? He's been fine this year for the White Sox. Not expecting a whole lot out of him, but he's got a 295 ERA and a 264 Babbitt, 413 Sierra, so not terrible, but at home for whatever reason, he's completely struggled at guaranteed rate field with a 494 FIP. He is coming off his best performance of the season, seven innings scoreless at Houston. I do lean toward the White Sox here. Don't want to lay that steep price. I would maybe look at a first five under, actually. Both teams not hitting well against righties. Not the best bats on the side against the Orioles. I would probably look for a lower scoring game. Nothing official with that spot, but I do think it'll be a fun one to watch go down. Otherwise, our official play on the diamond tonight, Yankees on the money line. Coming next, more baseball and NBA draft coverage with Josh Applebaum right here on Rush Hour. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here, and for only $19, you can get everything VEASAN has to offer from right now to the end of July. If you sign up today, you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, which includes Adam Burke's daily Major League Baseball plays, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. So if you want the full VEASAN experience, which also features a daily best bets email, Every edition of Point Spread Weekly, along with use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $19, and you will be a subscriber through July 31st. So check it out now at vsin.com slash summer. That's V-S-I-N.com slash summer. Back in the mix, the show is Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Appreciate you being with us on this NBA draft night. That is right. We've got plenty to look forward to in terms of the association tonight, even though we are at the end of June. But, hey, we got a draft, which means we have more reasons to get involved with betting. And uh, to help us kind of decipher what we can look at for good angles, we got Josh Applebaum, since betting reporter on the horn, at Josh underscore insights, where you can follow along on Twitter. This is Josh's breath and butter folks i'm telling you he studies the markets and these have been up for quite some time so josh has had a while to really look at where the movements have occurred and josh i guess we could start right there man i mean you know you talk about guys who have risen in terms of their stock i guess you could call it with their odds and guys who maybe we had a lot of hype for now who have fallen what are some of the biggest names in both categories that have stood out to you up to this point yeah, so first off, Danny, great to be with you. Finally, the NBA draft is upon us, and what a whirlwind 24 hours it's been, Danny. You know, I've been tracking and betting the NBA draft, the NHL draft, or the uh, NBA and NFL draft for, I want to say, about 12 years now at this point. I've never seen what we saw last night, where, again, going into it, you had Jabari Smith, the big favorite to go one overall. He opened minus 105. He got up to around, like, minus 500. Then last night, I don't know who it was. Was it Billy Walters or somebody? Was it a head fake? Was it a charade? But a lot of money hit Paolo Bancaro, the Duke big, uh, you know, guard there, their big, uh, uh, you know, big forward. He actually flipped to a minus 190 favorite overnight, Danny. But then everything changed at 8:41 a.m. Eastern time when Woj dropped a Woj bomb, and he said he's increasingly confident, or it's increasingly uh, becoming more firm that it's going to be one Smith, two Chet Holmgren, uh, and three Bancaro. So that's when we saw all these numbers change. Now there's a window this morning. Uh, around 8, you know, 50 a.m., Danny, where you could have jumped on based on that tweet, Jabari Smith at like plus 150. Well, now the dust has settled. A lot of these numbers really aren't bettable anymore, but here's where we stand. Jabari Smith is the favorite to go first overall, minus 500 now at BetMGM, 83% implied probability. He's got the best low bets, higher dollar split, Danny. He's only getting around 30% of tickets, but almost 70% of money to go first overall. I got down on Jabari Smith around minus 105 when he first opened. So I had a heart attack last night, Danny, but now I'm feeling good based on this late movement. OKC Chet Holmgren minus 700, three Bancaro minus 450 to Houston. The draft really starts, Danny, to me. And again, the top three are kind of unbettable now. At number four, does Jaden Ivey go to Sacramento? He's the favorite at minus 200. Five Keegan Murray plus 130. 
Uh, and then you're looking at some risers and fallers, Danny. Here are a few that caught my eye. I'm looking at juice changes from this morning to right now. That tells me that, you know, we're leaning one way or the other. So here are the guys who are rising. Basically, uh, their over-under draft position is, is trending down, basically in a good way. So, for example, Blake Wesley, his over-under is 21 and a half. The under was minus 145 this morning. Now it's minus 160. So leaning to the under or 20 or, or 21 or higher or, or 21 or sooner, basically. Dallin Terry, under 22 and a half. Minus 185 this morning. Now it's minus 200. Jeremy Sochan, who our guy Ben Wilson is really high on, under 12 and a half was minus 200 this morning. Now it's minus 225. The guys who are falling, Danny, and again, some of these numbers could be bettable. Uh, Jaden Hardy, over 23 and a half. He was minus 130 over, now minus 160. Duran, over 10 and a half, minus 135, now minus 150. Ty Ty Washington is one of my favorite bets to go over, Danny. Over 19 and a half, it's the biggest juice movement. This morning it was over 19 and a half, minus 120. Now it's over 19 and a half, minus 200. So a lot of money coming in here for Ty Ty to kind of fall in the draft, go 20 or higher. If you're looking for another one, Danny, will this player be, be selected in the first round? I say yes. Christian Braun, he's the sharpshooter from the Kansas Jayhawks. He was minus 160 this morning to be a first-round pick. Now he's minus 200. Yeah, you mentioned Ty Ty Washington. He's at 20 and a half right now at Bet Rivers, so we've even <laughs> seen him go a whole nother pick up in that direction. So if he could still get 19 and a half with a little bit of juice, maybe a decent angle to consider for Washington. And, you know, Josh, I, I thought you brought up what I think is one of the most fascinating angles as of this moment. Of course, who's going to be number one? But like you said, the dust has settled a little bit. It seems like it's still going to be Smith. But the conversation with Jaden Ivey and Keegan Murray, I feel like you've seen a little bit of steam go to Murray. You're not getting as much value on him as you were maybe a week or two ago on him to be number four. And that's what I think is really going to be fascinating. And not only could you, of course, bet them to be number five overall, specifically or number four overall, but a bet that I thought was sticking out to me and maybe worth the play was just a draft position for Keegan Murray. And five and a half was the spot. Now the under, the best number I saw, at this point was like minus 250. So no, you're not itching to want to lay that much. But even if he doesn't go number four, you're thinking, well, then he'll probably more often than not go number five. So I know sometimes in the draft, you got to be willing both NFL and NBA to lay a little bit of chalk. Do you think that would maybe be worth it for Keegan Murray specifically under five and a half despite laying minus 250? I like that bet, Danny. Right now, uh, he is the favorite to go number five overall at plus 140. Does he get in the conversation at number four? I still think it's Jaden Ivey, but you're hearing some things about, almost like, remember Eli Manning and Phillip Rivers, where Eli you know, didn't want to go to the Chargers? You're hearing a lot of rumors where Ivey does not want to go to the Kings, and who can blame him, Danny? They always get the top picks, <laughs> and they never never do anything here, but I'm with you, and just on the terms of juice, like I think you know, chasing steam or getting bad numbers, we never want to do that as betters. But especially when it comes to, um, you know, spread sports, like if you lay a minus three and a half, another better has to lay a five. The team wins by four. You lose the other the other or you win. The other better loses. So what I'm getting at here is, you know, you can bet the same, you know, prop basically. But if you get minus 120 and I get minus 200, Danny, as long as it hits, we both win. Whereas if you're and that's why I'm willing to pay a little bit more juice here to make these bets cash. It's different when you're a spread because we all know with key numbers and getting the worst of it, there could be a situation where we're both betting on, you know, the Chicago Bears, Danny, but I lose because I got a bad number. You win because you got a good right. number. What I'm getting at is, you know, paying the juice. We always want to, you know, minus 110. That's what we're looking for, standard juice. But I'm going to willing to pay a little bit more, again, because I'm trying to follow the sharp money when we get into this bettable market. All right, Josh, well, let's go into another bettable market being baseball. I know you love betting it this time of the year. It's really all we got once the draft's over. I mean, we still got hockey, but it's coming to an end, it seems. And then we'll get all the offseason with NFL. But we've got a few games to look forward to tonight on the Diamond and some three solid ones, honestly. And I, I was just talking about the Astros and Yankees, so I want to hold off on that in a second or and bring that up in a second. But I want to ask you about the Padres and Phillies. was really close to getting into a bet here on Musgrove, but you're Laying a pretty steep price up to minus 162 with him. Suarez and the Phillies catching plus 138 and a very short total at seven. Did you get involved in this spot? So I did get involved. I am sweating the Padres. And by the way, Danny, are people going nuts out there at the book? Because I'm on Seattle Mariners right now, and they just scored <laughs> yes. two in the ninth off a couple wild pitches. So let's go Seattle. Uh, but let me tell you this, Danny. I'm going to lay the chalk here with the fathers here. Give me San Diego couple reasons to like San Diego. Number one, you look at these non-division home favorites. They're 59% this year. You've got a couple uh, system matches winners with Miami and Atlanta in that spot. 
earlier today. But you mentioned Joe Musgrove. Believe it or not, he's got the second best Cy Young odds in the National League, plus 400, only trailing Alcantara, plus 300. He's 8 0, 1.59 ERA. Uh, the, uh, the San Diego Padres are 11 1 in Musgrove starts this year. My other angle here, Danny, lefty righty splits. If you look at the Padres, they've been great against left handed pitchers. They're facing yeah. Ranger Suarez here. Uh, he's four and a half ERA, not terrible, but they're only the Phillies are only two and four the last six Suarez starts. And the San Diego Padres are 17 and seven against left handed pitchers. So I'm going to take San Diego here, Danny. It's a couple system match plays for me. We do have some line movement. They open like minus 145. They got up to like minus 160. They're back down to like minus 150 now. But I'm going to take San Diego in this spot. Let's go, Padres. Josh, it's funny because I did see that happen at the uh, out of the corner of my eye here at the sportsbook. <laughs> I was like, did that just happen twice or is that a replay? Two wild pitches, the most Oakland way to lose after they almost had a no-hitter. I mean, they still have another chance, but it's just going to be comical if they end up losing this game. Uh, Josh, before we get you out of here, really quick to squeeze it in. The Yankees, Astros, what did you have for this game? Yeah, I'm actually going to take a shot on a dog here, Danny. You know, I bet a lot of chalk when it comes to Major League Baseball. I'm a contrarian better by nature. I like betting dogs in football and basketball, heavily bet spread sports. But chalk is doing very well in Major League Baseball. Chalk did very well in NHL. I like to pick my spots if I'm on a dog. To me, the Astros are a worthwhile dog play, Danny. Looking at this line, they open as high as like plus 125. They're down to plus 115. And if you look at our bet, our, uh, our splits here from DraftKings, VEASAN.com slash splits, you're getting almost 80% of bets on the Yankees, yet the line is falling a little bit to Houston here. So Yankees are playing their first game back after a long road trip. Sometimes that can be a tough spot. Everyone's begging you for tickets, Danny. Maybe your, your, your head's a little bit clouded there. Uh, but also Houston, 29-18 and 18 against righties, 23-14 and 14 on the road. I'm going to take a shot on a dog here. Give me the Houston Astros round plus 115. All righty, Josh. Well, hey, we appreciate all the insight per usual, my man. Best of luck, and hey, let's catch some of those draft props, my friend. Let's start with Jabari Smith 1, Danny. Good luck tonight. Yes, sir. There's our guy, Josh Applebaum, at Josh underscore insights on the tweets. Coming next, we'll talk with Will Hill. A little bit of baseball and football. That coming next. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. And you've got these city casts available in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. So make sure you subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts available you'll be set up with multiple episodes a week and great local sports betting content. Well, hey, speaking of the city cast, we got to bring on one of the hosts right now because we got a big game on the diamond to look forward to. So host of the New York City cast, Will Hill, hopping on the horn right now. You can follow him on Twitter at NotTheWillHill. And, Will, you know, I was looking at the VEASAN Best Bets log page today. By the way, check it out, everybody, VSIN.com. And I was content to see your decision for this game with New York and Houston. Now, the Yankees originally opened up kind of high around that minus 135 minus 140 range and then the market seemed to kind of go toward the side of Houston which rightfully so it should probably be a closer matchup in terms of the odds resurgence here though on the side of New York now they're back up to minus 141 I did bet New York at minus 121 and if I'm not mistaken you are betting the same side yeah, it's funny with baseball. I think of all the sports, home field is the least important. But this might be a situation where it's a little bit uh, relevant. Where yeah. <laughs> you know, the Astros, since this whole cheating scandal, they really haven't been to Yankee Stadium. They were there once last year, but it was early May. Remember, it was limited attendance. Uh, this is going to be a hostile, hostile crowd tonight in New York. And just aside from that, Tyone has thrown the ball really well for the Yankees. He's got a chance to make an All-Star team. You could pretty much put the entire Yankee pitching staff, or at least the starters, on the All-Star team. Uh, Valdez going for the Astros. He's had a good year, but. I think that's a good matchup for this Yankee lineup. A bunch of right-handed power, a bunch of left, uh, right-handed hitters. Uh, you know, they haven't really gotten a few guys haven't gotten going. You know, we talked about yesterday. Stanton hasn't really gotten going yet. He's due to get a hot streak. You know, he can hit him in bunches. Judge has just been incredible. It's I think it's shaping up towards a really good two-man race here between Judge and Otani for the MVP. But uh, Yankees are, are kind of made here to hit left-handed pitching. I think Valdez is a good matchup for them, and uh, I laid it here with uh, with the Yankees. 
Yeah, so we're in agreement in that regard, and I think what you brought up was really valuable as well. I mean, home field advantage, not as big of a factor in baseball as it is in a lot of other sports, but if there was one where it could be implemented, you would think it would be tonight for those exact reasons. The whole cheating scandal, you haven't really had the full sentiment of all of New York coming into the stadium, just yelling at you, just being rowdy there, and, and you also got that home field streak that you got to defend if you're New York, aside from just the statistical advantages which you and I are putting on the side of New York. So, yeah, I'm with you there. I like the Yankees in the spot. And it's kind of funny, Will. I mean, you know, this Yankees team has been so dominant. It's really hard to find a spot to where you'd bet against them. I guess you would look for it to be in this series in some capacity against another good team in Houston. But if there is there ever a situation to where you're maybe like, all right, I'll bet against the Yankees here if it's this pitcher or something with rest, or is it, hey, I'm only betting the Yankees at this point or staying away? Yeah, it's hard to fade them at this point. I still think they're going to have a lot of questions to answer once you get into the playoffs, and there's going to be a lot of pressure on them once the, the October uh, you know baseball comes around because when you win 110 games, hey, you better catch in and get to a World Series. I haven't been there in 12 years. I still think they're a little vulnerable to right-handed pitching. You know, look, look at the lineup. Their best hitters, Judge, Stanton, Torres, you know, Donaldson. They're just, they're very, LeMahieu, they're very right-handed. Rizzo balances that out a little bit. Your old buddy from Chicago who's fitting in quite quite nicely in the Bronx. Everyone seems to love Rizzo uh, wherever he goes. He's a really good player. But they're too, a little too right-handed. So, you know, a hard-throwing righty with a good breaking ball might give them some trouble. But uh, they've been unbelievable. I mean, what, 51 and 18? And even the games they lose, I mean, they come really close to coming back. It's never like... They just roll over and they're not in these games. They fight back. They get a lot of contributions from the bottom of the lineup. You know, whether it's Trevino, Carpenter's come in. I know he did a number on your Cubs a, a weekend or two ago. So it's just a really solid team. Plus, you get to the eighth inning, the ninth inning. The game's over. If you got a one-run lead going in the ninth, the game's pretty much over because you cannot get the ball out of the infield against Clay Holmes. He has been so dominant. Everything he throws is 99. Everything moves and cuts and sinks. So it's, uh, it's a really well-rounded team. I think they're going to have an interesting conversation here around the trade deadline. Do you tinker and add to the team and get better, which I would be in favor of? Or do you say, you know what, we don't want to upset the chemistry here. We're playing well. Uh, let's just kind of keep it rolling. I'm sure they'll add a reliever, but do they add another bat? Uh, it'll be interesting to see. All right, Will, I want to switch things up. Let's head to the ice. We've got Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Finals to look forward to in the near future. And, man, last night was a hell of a game. Personally, I'm salty because I bet over five and a half games played in the series, and uh, you kind of needed Tampa Bay to win that one. You don't feel like they have a chance going into Colorado in this spot, considering what we saw in the first two games, and just because of what was just thrown out there by Tampa Bay. I mean, they had the lead up until two minutes remaining. Now to go back to Colorado... On the brink of elimination, I just think it's all Colorado coming up here. And you already saw the market move in their favor up to minus 177. Puck line for the Avalanche, so if you want some value, plus 140. And I think the win in regulation was around minus 107 for Colorado. Do you think the Avalanche closed things out? You know, it's hard to just count the lightning out because they do have that championship DNA, two straight championships. You know, they, they took a punch against the Rangers down 2 nothing and down two games to none in, in game three. They even rallied back game one against the Avalanche. They're down 3-1. They don't blink. They force the game to overtime, but I think it's a wrap. I just think it's hard when you're not the better team, and Colorado, I think, is pretty clearly the superior team. It's hard to lose two, two coin flip games, two overtime games. You just you kind of need to win one of those, and like you said, Lightning were up one nothing. They scored right away last night. Lightning are up 2-1. to one. Uh, It's just that was their opportunity to extend this to a series and force, you know what, best two out of three, get into a game seven. You got uh, a great goalie. Anything can happen. Now I just think it's it's a coronation tomorrow. I think the Avalanche are holding up the trophy here in uh, the next, what, 24, 30 hours, something like that. And I'm, I'm curious what you think. If you're going to play the Avalanche, do you just parlay that with the over figuring, you know what, if the Avalanche are going to win, it's going to be a high-scoring game. And, you know, if, if you like the Lightning for whatever reason, you parlay that with the under figure. And if the Lightning win, it's a lower-scoring game. There might be some correlation there because I think uh, a higher-scoring game is more of the Avalanche's style. Yeah, it absolutely is. What's funny and the reason that I personally won't do it is just because I thought game three was going to be the spot to see a lower scoring game. And we saw Tampa win and it went over, which is funny, but seldom is Tampa going to put up a six spot like that. And then the last game, I was like, I don't know how you're betting the under. And then, of course, it ends up going to five and overtime. So I don't know what the hell to do with this total. But yeah, I, I honestly probably would lean toward it going over just like you. But man, I, I also agree. I, I might have to hedge out in some capacity 
University just because I really do think Colorado is the right side in this market. And you already saw that movement go that way. And I'm sure it'll just keep climbing as we get closer to puck drop as we do have well, one more thing on that. Shout, shout out to Andy McNeil. Yeah, just quickly shout out uh, to Andy McNeil. Before the playoffs started, he gave out McCarr 13, 14 to one to win the con smite. And you look around, I think he's minus 400, minus 500 to win it now. So that's a, that's a hell of a, guy, a call there by our guy, uh, Andy McNeil. Yeah, minus 590 right now. Ooh. Man, hell of a call, like you said. And that's why you always got to look at Andy McNeil's write-ups, just like you got to listen to Will with the New York City cast, because, Will, I know you're already getting into it with football for the upcoming season. It's about that time where we got to, you know, uh, do our early research. I know you got a couple of plays that you're ready to dish out, so if you could let us know what those are, we're ready to lock them in, my man. I took the Pats plus three, week one against the Dolphins. I'm just getting so excited even thinking about it, talking about it. Maybe, you know, the hockey season ends tomorrow. We'll have a draft in the NBA behind us. So time to focus on football. Uh, I did take oh, the yeah. Patriots plus three. I just think going into Miami, these are not uh, – uh, these are more equal teams. This is not a situation where Miami is a point or two better. Maybe you give a point and a half, a point and three quarters for home field. But to me, these are equal teams. Patriots probably slightly better. I can't justify a three. So I did take the Patriots plus three. And I think, you know, it's more of a numbers grab where I think this closes one and a half to the three seems uh, excessive here. So I did grab New England. And how about a summer teaser? Vikings Packers week one. The line is Vikings plus one and a half. So I teased the Vikings with uh, Dallas, who plays Tampa on that first Sunday night game of the year. Dallas is also getting one and a half. So perfect little teaser situation where you can uh, tease Dallas up to seven and a half. Tease the Vikings up to seven and a half. So nothing says football like like firing in your first teaser. So I do think that's uh that's a nice little advantage teaser. Firing some teasers a few months out, you gotta love it. Uh Will, before we let you go, buddy, did you do anything with win totals already or are you still kind of investigating on that front? I played a few. I think if you're if you're able to find under on the Browns, I don't think Watson plays. I think we've talked about that. I think Ravens over is a good one. I think Ravens division's a good one. Remember, they were eight and three last year. They were the one seed pretty deep into the year. The whole team got hurt. They never won another game uh, with the Browns, you know, and all their issues. Pittsburgh's got a rookie quarterback plus Trubisky. I think the Ravens can have a nice bounce back here. So uh, I like that one. Patriots over eight and a half. That's just a, a bet on Belichick, a bet on the quarterback. You know, he always finds his way to, to 10 plus wins. Even with Cam Newton, he went seven and nine. And that was an awful team. Newton was completely shot. So kind of trust Belichick with my money. So I did play the uh, the Patriots over eight and a half wins as well. Beautiful. Well, hey, we love to see the early work getting put in for the NFL season. Never too early to get involved, my man. But thank you for making some time. And, of course, best luck with all your plays, buddy. We'll look forward to catching up again soon. Notice I didn't bet over Bears. Notice that. <laughs> Nobody is. Nobody is. Makes sense. At Not The Will Hill, where you can follow Will on Twitter. Remember to catch him hosting the New York City cast multiple episodes a week. Beeson.com slash podcast. Coming up next, we'll revisit the discussion of the NBA draft. More props right around that area. We'll tell you where we're leading. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the sports betting network. Whether you're cheering on Tampa Bay or Colorado, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for the latest odds, promotions, and boosts throughout the Stanley Cup Final. Every game of the playoffs, make sure to log in to Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook and place three $10 same game parlays to receive a free $10 bet. So go ahead, claim your free Bet Rivers bet for the Game 5 matchup on Bet Rivers Online Sportsbooks. Terms and conditions apply. See site for more details. Okay, it's time for our final segment here on Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host. You can follow along on Twitter at Danny Burke 5. As for VEASAN, the sports betting network at VEASAN Live on the tweets. We kind of got a big event to look forward to tonight. If you didn't know, it is NBA Draft Night. And, man, there have been uh, plenty of rumors, speculations, line moves, all of that good stuff leading up into the draft. And we've even seen that happening then some up to this point because, well, if you heard, we were talking with Josh Applebaum a couple segments ago. Jabari Smith was pretty much a sizable favorite, almost minus $5 up until last night. Then there was a rumor that Boncaro was going to be the number one pick. So then you could get Jabari Smith close to what? I don't know, maybe even not even money, a little bit above that, but more of a respectable price to actually be willing to lay. And then now it's kind of gone back to the direction that most people assumed it would go. And we saw him at about minus 450, somewhere around there when we were talking with Josh. And I just refreshed my page at the Bet River Sportsbook. Jabari Smith to be numero uno, now minus 835. So, yeah, seems like it's pretty solidified that Jabari Smith will be number one going to the Orlando Magic. He's minus 835. Boncaro's plus 250. Chet Holmgren is now 18 to 1. I don't know. I feel like Chet's got the highest ceiling. That's just me. But looking into some of these other betting opportunities for the draft, is there anywhere we can still maybe capitalize on this close to the draft? Now, remember the order. You got Orlando, OKC, Houston, Sacramento with the fourth pick, Detroit with the fifth, Indiana six, Portland seven, Pelicans eight, Spurs nine, Washington Wizards 10. That's just the top 10. But there's several spots that stood out to me, and I've said this a couple of times throughout the show, but I think the most fascinating back and forth between two players and who's going to be selected where is between Jaden Ivey and Keegan Murray. So let's kind of look deeper into it. The player to be drafted fourth overall, what are the odds presented right now at Bet Rivers? So Jaden Ivey is the favorite, minus 265, a healthy favorite at that. Keegan Murray about plus 160. Some other books, they have him close to 2-1. to one, But uh, Keegan Murray is next in line. And then Matherin is 15-1. to one. So Sacramento, we know that they have that fourth selection. And I think Adam Stanko, who's been uh, a guest here on the show, love talking to Adam. He, he's really great when it comes to draft and then NBA picks as well. And he was one, on one of the other shows, I'm assuming it was a numbers game, and I believe he had Keegan Murray slated to be fourth overall for some plus money. And I don't hate the idea of putting him there. Look, Keegan Murray's got a big body frame and someone who can shoot and be incredibly athletic and push the ball down the floor. We saw that present throughout his tenure with Iowa and really just throughout, I mean, they had the short sample size in the tournament, but the Big Ten tournament and before that. You know, Sacramento has some guards already. 
and maybe you want to get more of a bigger body type of guy who can play offense and put him next to Sabonis because you already have some of those guards solidified in Sacramento's offense. So that's why I'm saying, hey, if I had to bet it, I'd probably lean toward the side of Keegan Murray. Now, I get that Jaden Ivey is incredible. That's completely understood. But if we're looking from a pure betting standpoint, that would maybe be my consideration. And just to throw that out there then, player to be drafted fifth overall, Keegan Murray, plus 120. Matherin's 2-1. to one. Dyson Daniels from the G League, the Australian players, plus 450. Jaden Ivey then also plus 450. This is for the Pistons. You get the feeling that the Pistons are just going to go with the best available guy. And in my opinion, if it's not Jaden Ivey available right there, then it's going to be Keegan Murray. And hey, you're getting a little bit of plus money to believe in that. Uh, Matherin is a hell of a player, don't get me wrong. And same with Dyson Daniels, but I feel like Murray's still got to be your guy at plus 120. So that could be a very interesting look to consider when it comes to Keegan Murray. But looking again with those two guys, is there another avenue that could be plausible for a bet? You could do the player draft position. Jaden Ivey over under four and a half. Ivey over four and a half for his draft position is plus 165. Under four and a half, you're laying the chalk minus 220. Now, again, he could fall to that five spot. You could bet over five and a half at plus 165, or you could search for a better number for Keegan Murray to be selected fourth overall and just get better value because if it's not going to be Ivy, presumably it is going to be Keegan Murray. That would be the thought process. But if you do think he goes in that direction, uh, yeah, under four and a half minus 220, you should do that instead of minus 265 for Jaden Ivey, you're getting a 45 cent difference for what's virtually the same bet. Keegan Murray, here's where it gets really, really tempting, is Keegan Murray five and a half, over is plus 200, the under's five and a half, minus 265 at Bet Rivers, the best number I saw in Illinois was minus 250. Now, I asked Josh Applebaum about this because in the draft, specifically with the NFL, but in the draft, Sometimes you got to be willing to lay a steep price. If you have some good conviction with it, because a lot of times you kind of have a general sense of what's going to happen with some of these teams or at least what direction they're going to go in. And sometimes you got to be willing to lay that price. Could this be the case with Keegan Murray? Again, there has been some slight steam, or it seems, for him going number four. All right, for argument's sake, let's say he doesn't go number four. Then is he solidified to go number five almost? Maybe. I think he does. I think it's either for sure going to be four or five for a guy like Keegan Murray. That's what all these mocks are telling us, all the experts, and just some of these betting odds as well. And under five and a half, of course, gives you the opportunity for both four and five and anything before that, which isn't going to happen, but you understand what I'm saying. So instead of doing the exact position, maybe if you're willing to lay more, Keegan Murray under, four and a half, uh, under five and a half, pardon me, could be your best bet. That's the one I've been contemplating the most because I don't really think at this point anything is worth playing. I'm not saying laying minus 250 is worth playing, but this would probably be my top selection if it wasn't such an egregious price. And I'm not that fully into depth with the NBA draft like I usually would be with the NFL, so that's probably also why I'm not willing to lay that much. But if there's someone who is, then I do think that should be at the top of your radar. Another guy who everybody's debating whether it's going to be in this position or not Johnny Davis. I think this one is going to be really fun to see where he ends up. You see him with his, what, his Taco Bell commercial, and everyone's kind of cracking up. We're like, he may not even be a lottery pick. But Johnny Davis at Bet Rivers, they're giving you the number of 9.5. Now, a lot of books have it listed at 10.5, but at 9.5 at Bet Rivers, the over for Johnny Davis is minus 305, meaning if he's picked 10 or lower in the draft, or higher, pardon me, uh, under 9.5, 9876, et cetera, that being plus 225. Now, Johnny Davis kind of has the feel of a guy who's just an exceptional college basketball player and really just an average NBA player. I feel like that's kind of the sentiment around a guy like Johnny Davis, and there's more potential in some of these other picks. So I honestly would not bet him under 9.5. If you get a 10.5, that would be the only way I would bet an under with Johnny Davis. But I don't have the biggest read on him but I really wouldn't be shocked if you see Johnny Davis actually fall. So, uh, again, I'm not doing anything with him. This guy's going to be all over the place, I feel like. We'll see what happens with Johnny Davis. But Washington's at that number 10 pick. The Spurs are at the ninth pick. 
I'd be shocked to see him go number nine, as would the odds, because he is a pretty sizable dog at this point. But it should be fun to see what goes down with the NBA draft. Again, Jabari Smith finally getting some recognition once again to be number one overall. So our guy Josh Applebaum will hopefully be content. I think he had minus 105 from a while back for Smith to be the number one overall pick. I'm certainly pumped to see what the Bulls do. Not that there's going to be anybody fantastic for the 18th pick, but hopefully they can trade that pick along with Kobe White. That's been the rumor along with 17 other things, just how the mock drafts go. But again, should be an exciting night throughout the hardwood in terms of the draft. But we did have one play, Major League Baseball. Instead of all these leans, let me give you the official play we've got tonight. Just to recap, the Yankees and the Astros. I'm going with the Bronx Bombers tonight. I think they have the advantage in the pitching matchup. Tyon's been an absolute stud overall, even more so at Yankee Stadium, where he's got a 276 FIP. And his overall numbers, folks, he's 8-1 with a 2.70 ERA. And he's only walking about one guy per nine innings and a 2.69 Sierra. The Astros, yeah, they're hitting fine against righties, but not exceptional to the point where I think they can take advantage against Dion. But here's the thing. Valdez has been a great pitcher himself. The southpaw, 7-3, 2-7-8 ERA, but he's struggling a little bit more so on the road, and the Yankees thrive against lefties at home. There's your difference right there, and just a narrative behind it. The Astros cheating. The Yankees fans are going to be ticked. The Yankees got a home field winning streak, and they're not going to let Houston come into their home ballpark in the first game of the opening series and push them around. At least I'm betting on that not happening. I took the Yankees on the money line, minus 121. The steam as of late at Bet Rivers is going that way, folks. You've seen it go up to minus 141. So let's go, Yanks, tonight. And best of luck with whatever else you are playing. We'll catch up again tomorrow for a Friday edition of Rush Hour. And until then, take care, ladies and gentlemen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.